my motto is don't knock it till you try it, right? And so don't think you can't do something, push for it, give it a shot. And if you don't like it, that's different than not believing that you can do it. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Ever King. And this is episode 16 of Welcome to the Revolution. Today we sit down with, in my opinion, our biggest and most exciting partner that we have, Morgan's Wonderland. Definitely. And yeah, that's not just your opinion. That is, <laughs> that is our biggest and yeah. so amazing. Um, you know, been there a couple of times uh, as a coach and also been there as a um, guest. And it it is amazing. That place is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, from what I remember going down there, you know, last year to summer games, you know, not not, you know, not working for the organization, being a coach and seeing our athletes and seeing the reaction to, uh, you know, going to the actual park that they have there. And, you know, for lunch, during lunchtime, going to the park and, you know, letting them explore and, and have a little fun. And then you didn't know, you don't know how hard it was to get them out to go back to competition. It was like, come on, guys, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, and the cool thing is not only is it, are they a um, big sponsor and partner, but when we say partner, I mean, they're taking partnership to another level with us. Mm -hmm. We got, we have some offices that are based there um, where we're able to go ahead and work side by side with each of them. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, with an office being there, then their exciting new sports facility that they're opening up and then their, their brand new camp that they're almost ready to open up. So they've got so many exciting things that are going on down there that, you know, SOTX is on the forefront of, you know, just right there with them, helping them out, walking, going through this. Uh, I, I see it as a crazy adventure together. Of yes. What they're trying to do down there. Yes, so. it is. You know, it's uh, it's kind of like a spacewalk. You're out there mm -hmm. in the unknown because no one else is, is doing the things that they're doing. So, exactly. you know, and us being able to be right there alongside with them is just amazing. Yeah. And you say they're doing things that nobody's done before. You'll hear in our uh, conversation with them here in just a second that, you know, they're on the forefront in the world on some of the stuff that they're doing. That um, and, it's, and it's right here in Texas. And, you know, and we're lucky enough to uh, be partners with them. Um, so sit back uh, and enjoy uh, this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We have Brooke and Brooke here today. Um, <laughs> so Brooke Carney, right? Is that correct? Kearney, Kearney and Brooke Matula. 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 You know, okay, awesome. I'm usually not that good with names, so I'm proud of myself <laughs> this morning. Um, but uh, Brooke and Brooke join us today from Morgan's Wonderland, uh, one of our biggest partners in Special Olympics Texas and one that we love uh, being able to partner with. Um, so um, thanks for joining us today. Um, either one of y'all, if y'all want to take it off first, kind of just introduce yourself and let us know what you do uh, at Morgan's Wonderland, um, yeah, kind of what your position and what your role is. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll kick it off. Um, again, like you said, my name is Brooke Matula. I'm the recreation therapy director here. So my main goal is to provide programs through sport and um, any kind of community integration for individuals with disabilities and without disabilities to come together and build inclusion. Um, and it's been a blast to do that. I've been here for about six years. 
and excited to be here for many, many, many more years and super thrilled with the partnership of SOTX and continuing to build that and grow. Awesome. And, and I'm Brooke Kearney. I'm the Chief Mission Officer for Morgan's Wonderland. And I am responsible for all of our communications, marketing, development, fundraising, um, and other strategic initiatives that we do for Morgan's Wonderland, as well as um, with all of our other entities that we have growing and expanding. Awesome. Awesome. Again, thanks for joining us this morning. So I kind of want to go into with, uh, you know, our listeners who may not know um, the story of Morgan's Wonderland. What What is the story behind Morgan's Wonderland? Why did the park uh, come into existence? Could y'all let us know? Sure, I'll take that one. Yeah, so Morgan's Wonderland is the brainchild of Gordon and Maggie Hartman. And Gordon and Maggie are, are big philanthropists here in South Texas and San Antonio. Um, and they had a daughter, Morgan, and they've been blessed with Morgan and her special needs. And there was a trip that they took uh, a while back where Morgan was uh, at, at a hotel pool trying to play with some other kids. And the other kids just really didn't know how to interact with her. And Gordon and Maggie were just really struck by um, the the need to be able to provide a barrier-free place where people can interact and, and play together without being scared or having questions or um, needing to have a place that facilitates that. So um, in 2005, uh, Gordon sold his home building business. And in 2010, we launched and officially opened Morgan's Wonderland to the public. And Morgan's Wonderland is the first of its kind ultra accessible theme park uh, in the world. Um, and we have, since we've opened, welcome guests from over 76 countries, um, almost 1.9 million people. If we would have been able to be open this year, we would have definitely hit the uh, 2 million mark. Um, so we're looking forward to that. But we've, we've for 10 years, been able to provide a place where um, there are no barriers uh, that are here. So families can come and just spend time together making memories without having to worry uh, about uh, do we have facilities or accessible, accessible areas for that. Um, and then in 2017, we added Morgan's Inspiration Island, which is our splash park. And again, it's the first ultra accessible splash park um, where it's a three acre, uh, three acre park. Um, and guests in wheelchairs don't have to worry about their ability to interact with the environment. Um, Brooke can go into some detail about our awesome chairs that we have, but um, we made it a point to make sure that they're, that everybody could be together. And so we had some really great stories and countless stories of families that have been able to come and finally uh, be able to enjoy a water park environment together for the first time. Yes, that's really amazing. Once again, we're here with uh, Brooke um, Tula and Brooke Carney. Look, I think I got those right, and I'm not good with names, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're here with them from Morgan's Wonderland. And, you know, as a guest of some of Morgan's Wonderland, I've got to go there a couple of times. Um, matter of fact, uh, it was uh, a trip that a bunch of our uh, students <clears throat> from Northwest, we were going up there for the first time. Um, I believe it's right when the water park opened. Um, and this is something, if you've never been there, um, you do not have to have a disability to go there. You can go there and have fun. And, you know, I don't want to say the lines aren't going to be long, but <laughs> you can go there and enjoy yourself and, and not worry about, you know, um, well, do I need to go this way to take care of this? You know, I, I have my, my child or my 
<clears throat> person that I'm taking care of that I need to go and find an area um, to do a feeding to because things like that, they have so many uh, accessible areas for each and every one. So, um, and then right after that, we got to do football there. So that was pretty cool. Um, so um, Brooke M, that's what I'm going to say, Brooke M. So uh, <laughs> would you mind, um, you know, um, Ms. Carney said that you would go ahead and elaborate on some of the other things. Could you go ahead and just piggyback off of uh, what she was saying? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the other things that I manage and oversee here at Morgan's Wonderland are the waterproof wheelchairs. And so at Inspiration Island, I was I had the pleasure of being a part of that committee from the very beginning. And it was really mind blowing because <clears throat> when I first started here, I actually was running uh, an adaptive sports program here called Straps, and I continue to oversee that, but um, it's kind of built a lot more for what I do here, and, and that includes the waterproof wheelchairs. And so when they asked me to be on that committee, I was able to work with doctors and therapists and um, colleagues that I, that I still talk to today to get their thoughts and processes on for things. So what we offer is three different types of chairs. Um, we offer a, a key mobility chair, which is a manual chair for individuals who want to propel a chair by themselves or they need assistance. They have a push, um, a push in on the, on the back. We offer a convey chair, which is a um, tilt and space chair, so a stroller type chair that individuals who need a little bit more assistance, they can lean back, get off some pressure for their bodies or their needs. Um, we have ventilator trays. We have ventilator bags. So if you need those kind of needs, we, we offer that. We offer all the accessories to four-point harnesses, lap straps, anything basically that we can assist to put you in the best environment to enjoy a positive recreation experience in the water park. And then the most unique chair that we offer is our pneumatic chair. Um, our pneumatic chair is our power-based chair. It's 100% uh, compressed air. And we're very, very excited about this chair. We've had people who have gone into our water park that have shared their stories of never being able to play in the water before because they have a battery operated chair and batteries and water don't really go well with each other, right? So it's been, it's been a really great experience for us and we're gonna continue that goal to continue to develop it in the best way possible. And, and it, it's very unique. There's only, there's only 11 in the world and we have 10 of them here. And so it's, it's exciting. And I just want to add the, the whole the, the major impact of those pneumatic chairs is it, part of our ultra accessibility is that we want people to experience our environment in their preferred uh, mode of transportation and their preferred um, type of chair. So we felt if, if you're somebody who's independently operating a, a, an electrical chair, it, it's a bit different having to get into a manual type chair or having to move into a chair that for somebody then push you around when your entire life you have been able to operate in, in uh, an electronic, an electric chair. Um, so that's what's really cool about the pneumatic chairs is that we're being, we're able to keep people in their preferred means of ambulation and keep their mobility um, at a level that they want, right? While we're uh, maintaining dignity and independence. So that's what we love. Yes, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's a, that's a big piece of why we have the three different types of chairs and why we went into that is because we realized everybody may have a different need and we can't predict that for everyone uh, right so I, that's not my choice of what what device you use um, i want you to choose it and here are our options so it's it's really great 
Yeah, that's amazing. And y'all are y'all are really, you know, Morgan's Wonderland is really in the forefront of this, you know, in the world. As y'all said, you know, there's only 11 of those chairs and y'all have 10 of them. So y'all are really in the forefront of it. And it's just amazing. Um, you know, we go we go back to, you know, the relationship between Morgan's Wonderland and SOTX. Um, so, you know, there's news that we have an office now in y'all's facility on y'all's property now. And that's comp- totally awesome. Um, that we've, you know, started this partnership and we've gotten to that point. Um, so with that happening, um, you know, y'all are opening new parks and, and you know, you're, you're having all this new stuff opening. Um, what What is the relationship going to look like in the future between our two organizations now that, you know, we have an office on your property and we're, and we're even closer now to start planning even bigger events down there? So, so what do you think this is going to look like in the future? I can kick this off and then I'm sure Brooke can uh, add to it, but I know that I'm extremely excited because SOTX is going to be in the sports complex and this is a great opportunity for our sports programming to expand. Um, As I mentioned before, running straps, which is South Texas regional adaptive and para sports, uh, para meaning Paralympics. So we run a Paralympic style sports program here currently with uh, 14 sports. And so the partnership with SOTX is going to expand that to meeting the needs of all abilities, right? So whether it's unified or um, special Olympic style or Paralympic style, I feel like we're going to be able to expand a greater reach and a greater partnership and just really build that community collaboration and want better people to do it than the forefront, right? So I think there's a great establishment that SOTX has. And I think that um, with the assistance of running programs, that is going to be a huge piece of it is to help with, because I know we only have two staff members currently that are allocated for sports. And so, and I, it takes, as if anybody that's in the sports world or any kind of quality programming, you know, it takes a ton of volunteers. It takes a ton of help. It takes a ton of, just a ton of back end work that most people don't see and you don't necessarily want them to see it because it's already done. We want that experience, right? So I'm just thrilled to start working on the other end of that and working with y'all's team on the sports side. Um, and then Brooke, if you wanna, if you wanna add anything, yeah. So the office space that uh, Special Big Texas is using is at our new Morgan's Wonderland Sports Facility, and that's our new ultra accessible three acre uh, sports facility. It took about four million dollars to build. Um, and it is, a, like we said, an ultra accessible uh, complex with um, 28 court or field combinations, um, which include things like baseball, softball, tennis, pickleball. We also have an 8,000 square foot covered pavilion and a stage area so that we can do, you know, tons of tons of different types of activities. And so the cool thing about Special Olympics being on site is that we are now um, sharing our our capacities, right? And one thing that Morgan's Wonderland truly believes in, and we always have and always will, is that we're stronger together. And so it only makes sense um, that we partner and use um, what we have together to make a bigger impact, right? And Special Olympics has a huge reputation across the country and internationally to be able to support individuals inclusively, respectfully, um, and really be on the cutting edge of, of, of services for folks with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And Morgan's Wonderland is committed to inclusion in the community. So I can't explain to you how much of an impact this is going to make on our community locally. But we are, uh, I, I have no doubt in my mind that this is going to spread across the state and also the country and also internationally because uh, our voices together are only going to amplify the need for inclusion across uh, the world. And we're going to be able to here be 
be the picture that people look at and look to when they're trying to make that movement in their community. So we're just really excited. Really, the sky's the limit at this point. Um, and we're excited to have some new people on site, some new faces around. No, definitely. We, you know, we've heard, you know, about, you know, opening the offices, getting down there and everybody who's going to be actually be in that office is super excited to start working on site and working with y'all because like you said, it just opens doors on both sides of what we can do, um, you know, for both of our communities on the sports side and, and non-sports side um, that we both focus on. <clears throat> Everett, do you have anything you wanted to add there? Um, you pretty much said what I was going to already say, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, with the sports facility opening up, we can't wait to for that to open up and for, you know, all of our staff to come down there and check it out. And during, you know, summer games when we have summer games down there again. And, you know, when you have you have a couple of new another project opening up, you know, your campsite that y'all are opening up, which, you know, I've gotten on the website and looked at and that thing looks awesome and amazing. And, uh, you know, can't wait to come down there and check that out, too, and have our athletes check that out. But, you know, what goes what goes into the design and like in the the discussions of opening up these new parks for, you know, our, our those with and without intellectual disabilities. Cause that's, that just fascinates me because when, you know, looking at the outline, the blueprints of this park, it's just, it's awesome. So what goes into a project like that? Um, so one of the things that I really appreciate about Gordon and even in his discovery, like Brooke said, from going on a trip and realizing a lot of different barriers that even Morgan goes through he is not afraid to ask questions and reach out. And um, I think that's the best thing that we do here is we ask questions and we reach out to people and we reach out to the people that we're trying to meet the needs for, which is everyone. And so you have to, our community collaboration, which Brooke can um, kind of go into detail with probably, but it's just, it's that, it's that community collaboration. It's asking the, the different nonprofits around town and, and for-profits as well, because you just don't know what people are going to need necessarily. So for instance, I was on the planning committee for sports and for camp, and it was life-changing for me because you do realize how much goes into building programs, but also building the facility that you're programming through. So the doors, the walls, the turns, the ramps, the elevation, the site work, the timing, everything. I mean, just you build it all and it takes a huge team and it takes huge collaborations from everyone and we couldn't do it without those people um so again we just again having a task force specifically for waterproof wheelchairs was a team of 12 and it just takes it takes people heart drive and just a, a great community to to do that so brooke if you want to add on to that i should brooke kearney because i get confused sometimes as well with who I'm talking to, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're the we're the Brooks of Morgan's Wonderland, so it's it's yeah. fun. Um, but no, I, I I Brooke Matula said it very well. But you cannot, I cannot express to you the importance of attention to detail and the level of quality, which we call MWQ, which is Morgan's Wonderland quality, that Mr. Hartman makes sure we put into everything, right? And so it's not a how fast can we build it or you know, how can we cut corners? 
it's really about the little details. And when you come visit the park, you'll notice things like the, the wider walkways and the, the multiple points of access and entry um, that's necessary. And um, I had the uh, pleasure of walking around one of our state representatives the other day, um, and they were just talking about things that they noticed because they have a loved one in a wheelchair. And they're like, you know, I was pointing it out. And he was like, you didn't need to point that out. Those are the things I look for and y'all already did it. So it's just really, really neat. So when we talk about our Morgan's Wonderland camp, um, again, that is fully underway. We're about 60% of the way through construction. Um, and, um, you know, COVID it has happened, right? And uh, we're, we're reacting, but the, the uh, construction and, and progress at camp is not slowed down. Um, and that's a 102 acre camp that we're building on the north side of San Antonio. If anyone's familiar with the Valero Texas Open and the uh, TPC JW Marriott uh, course up here where the Valero Texas Open is played, uh, we're right off the eighth fairway uh, there in the ninth tee box. And so uh, we, through a partnership with Valero who gave us a, an initial gift of $15 million to build this ultra accessible first of its kind camp, we have so many committed partners in the community. And that's the other thing, like I said before, the importance of collaboration that we have in the community. This isn't something that we do behind closed doors. We have tons and tons of nonprofit uh, partners, businesses, uh, parents, family members, individuals with disabilities themselves that we bring in to talk about and to bring up and to point out little things. So we're constantly walking through the, the, the camp director that is currently here is walking through every day, finding and making sure that everything is done at the level that it needs to be done to. And it will get torn down and fixed again if it needs to. And, and we've seen that happen multiple times. And so it's just really neat to know that when you support Morgan's Wonderland, you really are supporting the community, right? Because we're not doing this for ourselves. Everything that we do is so that we can all mutually benefit. And, you know, we've talked with um, some of the SOTX staff and you know, even talking about some opportunities up at camp to expand sports and to expand access to certain things um, that we wouldn't be able to do if we didn't talk together and create those uh, opportunities. So it's just, it, it, it's, it's mind blowing and, and we can't wait to really start to introduce this to the world. Um, we plan to open in 2021 and we are planning to uh, be able to uh, have our first guest sometime after Memorial Day. Um, as we get ready and build things up, you know, we have to do a lot of soft stuff and a lot of planning, but uh, we're moving right along. We have a lot of interest internationally as well. So um, that's a whole other fun conversation that we can have maybe in six months with you guys. All right. Um, once again, you're joining us with Brooke Matula. Matula and Brooke Kearney. I just wanted to make Nailed sure it. I'm trying to say it right. Um, <laughs> if you're just now joining us um, and um Brooke Carney, I really be I believe and love exactly what you said, getting the community in there to help. Not only, you know, everyone from the admin and higher ups making these decisions, but you're getting um, the average Joe out there, um, the average athletes or, or whatever you want to say, average individual with disability to get their ideas to go ahead and make this a bigger and better uh, environment for everyone. So that is pretty awesome. Yeah. And I just want to add that, and you kind of said it earlier uh, a little bit, but Morgan's Wonderland and all of our entities and, and projects were not built for people with disabilities. All of our projects, all of our facilities were built for everyone. They were built so that it doesn't matter how you come to us or in what situation you come to us, if that's on two feet, if that's in two wheels, 
we have thought about it and we're set up for you. And that's the point of our Morgan's Wonderland camp. This is not a camp for people with disabilities. This is a camp for everyone where people can come not worrying about what their atmosphere, what their surroundings are going to look at. So again, that's the same thing with that Special Olympics. We are about joining people together, making relationships and making connections. And so the only way we can do that is by eliminating those barriers. And I, you know, having Special Olympics uh, Texas with us is going to really elevate that for us, especially in that recreational and, and uh, athletic side. That's amazing. And the main word there, everyone, is inclusion. They are doing this to make sure everyone is included in in some type of fashion. Now, this next question I'm going to ask, uh, I'm, I'm going to lead it more towards you, uh, Miss Matula, um, Brooke Matula. There we go. Um, <laughs> um, now, you said you are over the strap uh, program. Um, here in my area, I'm out in the Fort Worth area. We have a lot of para athletes that have just now started uh, wanting to join in with Special Olympics. Matter of fact, uh, Chris, if I don't remember if it was you that was speaking with this gentleman from TCU, but I think um, he was, um, I believe it was basketball, and he had just come back from Canada, but uh, from from playing there. Um, do you have athletes that look to do other events or have you had any special Olympic athletes want to come and um, try out for some of your stuff? Yeah. So we've had, I mean, there's a lot of great people in San Antonio that are just trying to figure out what they want to do. Right. So we have, my motto is don't knock it till you try it. Right. And so don't think you can't do something, push for it, give it a shot. And if you don't like it, that's different than not believing that you can do it, right? Because not everybody likes sports. And you may like music, you may like theater, you may like to read. I mean, leisure, play, and recreation, those are all three very different things. But yet, it's a family of fun, right? I mean, it's, it's a, it, it comes down to what you want to do and, and what makes you tick and, and what drives you. And I think that's something that Morgan's Wonderland on one end we can get into more details, different programs that we offer regardless. But as far as our athletes, we do see a cross between some of our athletes doing Special Olympics and Paralympic style sports. My, my conversations with them begin with how far do you want to push yourself, right? So is one more challenging than the other or is it the based on the sport or is it based on the program? I think the sport is the challenging part and both programs offer great opportunities but it's it's about the collaboration and, and what's between those and, and reading between the lines right so if like basketball dallas sport worth area you have uta you have U university of texas arlington that's a huge wheelchair basketball program and one of our athletes at straps actually just got accepted with a scholarship there and is going to be attending there in the fall and we couldn't be happier. She started with, she started with us when she was 13 years old and started playing with the Spurs wheelchair basketball guys here when she was 16. And now, I mean, not actually way before that because she was beyond her time, but it, it takes that. Abby Duncan, she's a Paralympian. She started here in San Antonio and she played with the Spurs. She started with our junior program when we just started it and um, played with the Spurs and, and that really gave her a lead up. And now she plays played with UTA and she's gone to the Paralympics. And so 
so she's reached that and I think it's the same concept with with special uh with athletes in special olympics is that they have that drive and they want to go and they they want to reach that next level of nationals or worlds I mean the concepts don't change right and so if there's any kind of crossover I think it's just our due diligence to make sure we're appropriately programming the athletes and leading them in the right direction where they can best practice what they what they want to do not what we want them to do but what the athlete what the athlete's goals are um and that's what excites me is that there's so many programs within texas let alone the nation let alone the world that people have the opportunity to do but sometimes they just don't know it's there right all right and and you know the reason that i asked that question is i have a lot of athletes that um that say this is what i want to do um, but they use their disability as a crutch. And oh, yeah. we've had a couple of athletes that have been on here um, that they just blow me away. And, you know, talking to them off the air, you know, I will say some, you know, ask him, look, well, I have, I have an athlete that has the same diagnosis as you. What, what makes you drive to do this? You know, why are you not, um, uh, using that roadblock as a barrier, but you're using it as a hurdle. And, you know, it was just uh, his, his, his answer was just what I want to hear. I want to be better. And, you know, but, you know, for you to say this on the air, I think I'm hoping that it'll reach some of these athletes out here to know, Hey, it doesn't have to stop at uh, special Olympics. I can go to the next level if I want to. So, Yes. Thank you for that answer. No, absolutely. I think, I think a lot of times people do still get kind of confused on the different pieces of it. Right. So Paralympics being for individuals with physical disabilities. And so the independent level is a little higher and then special Olympics is more geared towards intellectual disabilities, but special Olympics doesn't say no to anyone. Right. So right. you you're welcoming everybody. And I know the Paralympic side, I mean, I'm not, you know, USOPC or anything like that, but I do know that the classifications get a little bit more convoluted because there's more of an independent criteria. But what I tell my athletes who feel like they can't do something, I ask the first thing I ask them, will you try it? Right. I mean, have mm -hmm. you tried to swim? Have you tried to, to throw a ball? Have you tried? I mean, and if the answer is yes, okay, how many times? And if it's more than three, then okay, great. I mean, I'm a rule of three kind of gal, right? If I don't, if I go and try something new, I try it once, get my first opinion. Second, okay, I've got my highs and lows. And then the third one is kind of like, okay, I do like this. Okay, I don't like this, right? I wasn't a runner. I hate running, but I can throw a <laughs> shot put in a discus pretty far, right? I played four sports in high school and I didn't run at all. <laughs> I was a goalkeeper in soccer, <laughs> right? Because I knew I didn't want to do that. <laughs> right. But I think with these athletes, it's kind of that, it, it's, it's such a holistic approach between your emotional thinking of what you're dealing with because of what you look like or sound like, or you notice that something's different than, about you. And then your physical side, that's kind of the piece of it. What's your ability. And then you just have your psychological side of your, of your brain and, and your mentality kind of trying to play tricks on you. And, and I think that's what, what we're here for. I think that's what adults are there for. I think that's what coaches are there for. I mean, that's why we have, why we have those people in our life is it's a huge support system. And I couldn't, I can't advocate for support more than anybody. I mean, I, there's no way that people get through life without any kind of support, but the hardest part is being vulnerable enough to allow yourself to accept that support 
and and it's extremely challenging and so anytime that we talk with athletes it's typically more than just a physical or intellectual challenge it's it's just a life challenge it's just life and and a lot of times people are going through it more than you realize and you have that aha moment of oh wow like I'm not the only one that's feeling this way about this particular situation. It has nothing to do with my disability or whether I, or just any ability at all. Right. So I think, I think it, I think we get so focused on certain things that we forget to kind of go back to the fundamentals and fundamentals is what drives us. And so that's kind of where I stand on that. All right. Uh, once again, everyone, uh, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with uh, Brooke Matula as well as Brooke Carney here with uh, Morgan's Wonderland. And we just heard from Brooke Matula. So, um, Brooke Carney, um, have you had or let's re let's change that question. How are the response of parents uh, with the um, individuals with disability or not in uh, uh, disabilities, have you had any of the, I guess, guest uh, members, whatever they would be called, that come and visit your facility? What What are the, the um, inputs that you get from them? Well, the over overwhelming response, which is why I do what I do every day, is that when people enter our park, and I know this will be the same with the camp, and I know it's the same with our sports complex, is that people feel like they belong, right? It's oftentimes in the community that people go and they themselves make, and Brooke kind of, Matula talked about this a minute ago, they put that burden on themselves. They feel like they themselves are the burden or, or what they carry is a burden, so they don't go out. When you come here, you're not everything is accessible to you. Everything is available. You automatically belong here, right? And I think the fact that that we are a nonprofit organization with that base and of our mission of inclusion really shines in our staff and every single person that works here, right? So we are a nonprofit organization um, that has to fundraise just like Special Olympics does to be able to allow our guests to be able to enter and have the accessible um, interaction that they have at the park. And so I would say above any other reaction that we get from people or family members is that they feel like they belong and they feel like they have a place here. And that's that goes for our individuals that may have some physical disabilities but come and come here independently on their own. We have people that come here when we're open that maybe are that are in wheelchairs that come here just to fish for hours when we're open, right? Because here at Morgan's Wonderland, we have what you need to be able to do that. And so you belong here. And that's one of the most powerful things. Um, you know, us as human beings are seeking always to belong and to be accepted. And there's no questions asked when you come to one of our places, you are accepted and you belong. That's awesome. Wow. I think if I could add to that too, I think, I think another piece to it too, is we talk about what parents' reactions are, but I think another piece is forgetting that some parents, our chair users as well. And so this is the first time that they're going to be able to play with their yeah. child ever. And in the only place that they can interact on a playground with their three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, 13-year-old, whatever the case may be, because, and it's no fault to their own. It's just what life gave them. So who are we not to not provide an opportunity for a parent to play with their child and, and build that, build that time for each other. Um, so I just, a lot of times yeah, no, we, we great forget point. that parents are parents have 
just as much opportunity to recreate than, you know, the kids. And let me tell you how cool it is to see a parent um, who maybe uses a wheelchair with a child that doesn't up in our playground playing with each other up in the structures, right? Or in the train together, riding together instead of the parents sitting on the side or talk about uh, partners, right? Spouses that uh, we had a, 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 a spouses that came to ride the carousel and they've never been able to ride on the carousel together at the same time. And here they did. And so just those kind of stories are, it, it just, yeah. it just really sealed the deal to, for us. Right. Yeah, it's all about the interaction. Yeah. Let's swing together. Let's, let's connect together here. You can do that at the camp. You're going to be able to do that on our rock wall and on our, on our uh, ropes course and on all of our, uh, with animal interactions it's just it's it's endless and here also at our sports complex we have a lot of chairs that we have here so imagine you have a partner or a best friend that's a chair user and you want to play tennis with them or you want to play basketball with them we can help facilitate that here we can break down that barrier and and support you um, and provide you access to things um, that should be everywhere right so we're we're trying to be that flag bearer for that that's awesome and it just goes to you know strengthen you know the importance of the relationship between our two organizations and and why we jumped on board with y'all and and while we you know we talk y'all up so much because y'all just do all these wonderful things um you know for the community no matter you know what you're if you have a disability or not so the important question now favorite thing to do in the park for both of y'all what's your favorite thing to do when you're when you're not working in the park Well, I got a new uh, sports facility, so I'm, <laughs> I've been playing some pickleball. <laughs> pickleball is where it's at. Um, outside of that, I think the, the Ferris wheel is probably one of my favorite things to do. You just get to see uh, – I grew up here, so I was born and raised in San Antonio, so I think I have a different kind of appreciation uh, just because my I grew up working. My dad owns a shop right down the street, so I saw this quarry go from – sand dunes to nothing into this beautiful beautiful place of just happiness and joy and inclusiveness and just all the things that we dream of right and so in the ferris wheel you're at the top and you get to see everything from one spot and just the all the creation to it so it just kind of takes me back in a time of of how lucky we truly are and and we need to remember how lucky we are um especially when you think you're not doing too good it, it's it just know that everything's going to be okay and this is what we have to offer and 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 it just really it it brings a really great joy to my heart wow that's a hard answer to follow so i will try <laughs> yeah um and since brooke said two i'm going to say two as well so one of my most favorite things is the train um love the train. I mean, and it's a real functioning train. And I don't know, to me, the, the wind in your hair and going around the lake and just seeing everything from afar is just absolutely breathtaking. So that's my favorite thing. And I've also asked multiple times and I'll continue to ask that I want to get certified to drive the train. So one day I will, <laughs> and I will take you all on a personal train ride because I'm going to drive that train. Um, and then the second thing is, is um, our swings. Uh, I think as adults, we don't allow ourselves to play and one of my most favorite things in the world is the sensation of swinging and i can go sit on a swing right now and not a person would bat an eye right i can come i can play here and i just love to swing and so i invite all of you adults out there that are listening that maybe think you're too old or too whatever to not just let loose and play and um we've got a bunch of swings and i'd, I'd love to swing with you 
Well, I'm going to say, because I know it wasn't intended for me, but they already said two of my favorite rides. But yeah. see, see, I asked because when I was down there, I didn't get to go and go into Morgan's Wonderland and play because I was I was coaching. So I was like, so I would send a group of athletes there, but then I was still over at the stadium doing stuff. So I wasn't able to go in and do it. So see, that's why that's why I told all my athletes we go as a team. So uh, it was it was, you know, they were thinking, oh, we got to stay together. No, coach wanted to play, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real yeah. reason. Yeah. Absolutely. I got you. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my one of my favorite parts of the uh, park um, from last year, and I don't know if they're there every time, were the eight eight foot robots. Mm -hmm. Are they there all the time? No, they're not. Those are oh. special guys that we bring out, uh, that we brought out special for our Special Olympics friends. And, uh, you know, is, whether I hate to say it or not, you know, we were going to go forward with the, the 2020 summer games here. And those guys were booked for you again, Everett. But wow. again, we don't <laughs> worry. I know, you know, we had to push that back for the safety of our guests and athletes. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Brooke and I will both put in a good word to make sure those are here in 2021 for you. All right. All right. <laughs> now, I, one thing, um, you know, we're talking about all the sports and all the the little activities. But if you go to that that um, huge auditorium that you all have outside, do you all do shows like some of the theme parks like every hour or are those just certain days that you all do those? Yeah, so we have a whole uh, edutainment department. And so Morgan's Wonderland, because we don't because everything we do is new and different and never been done before. We created our own term, edutainment, which is a combination of education and entertainment, because everything we do is done with a purpose. Um, so we have a whole edutainment department that is a fully inclusive department. So, for example, through that edutainment department, had you been here during our Christmas celebration in 2019, you would have seen our fully inclusive Shakespeare program performing uh, Much Ado About Nothing. And that that program included uh, adults uh, with Down syndrome, adults with autism, adults with cerebral palsy, but also typical adults uh, as well. So we're bringing together people and really showcasing what every single person can do. And when you put everyone together, how powerful of an impact that can be. But in addition to that, we have a puppetry program. We have other, uh, we have an inclusive dance program, an inclusive choir. Um, so if you're at the park, part of what we do here is uh, that edutainment piece so that you can interact. We have dance parties and fun stuff like that. So I can guarantee you we are so ready to get back to that normal that we had of seeing those smiles and dancing and singing together. Um, so, yeah, so we have it, there's times throughout the day. So when you're here, sort of like you would at a, at a traditional theme park, you would see times. Um, also, when you come in, um, we have a, a texting program. So you can every time you come visit Morgan's Wonderland, if you didn't know, uh, when we're open, you can text 797979 to us. And it, there's a new code every time and you'll get the schedule for the day. Um, that'll yeah. tell you the different entertainment offerings as well as through our park um, announcement system, we will announce as well. So there's fun stuff happening all the time. And so um, we try to have thought it, think of everything and, and uh, we hope you come visit and see us for a show here on site too. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I've said it once, I've said it twice and I'll say it again. If you have not really paid attention to anything that either of the Brooks has said, the main word in there is inclusion. 
They don't talk about it. They are about it. They go ahead and they're trying to make sure that our community is inclusive and we're working together. So, you know, I can't, I can't thank you all enough for what you do at Morgan's Wonderland. Um, you know, people tell me, Everett, you have the greatest job, which I'm not going to lie. I believe I do. But I think uh, y'all's are up there, too. So yeah, I would, yeah. I'd, I'd argue with you on that. I'd argue with you on that. Yeah. yeah. I, think, uh, I think we're going to get into a battle here. Uh oh. Uh, right. I, yeah. <laughs> to be able to come yeah. to this park every day is pretty, pretty awesome and crazy. I mean, we can get, as you know, I'm sure, especially during this time, we can get really tied up in, um, you know, just, everything that's going on and to be able to walk out and see the sun shining through the hands that we have when you enter the park. Um, it's just, it's just magical. And, and it's something that we get to share with everybody. And, and again, we truly are stronger together. So, you know, we love what we do, but we couldn't do it without you guys. We couldn't do it without everybody in the community. So um, we continue to hope and pray for that continued support. And we know, uh, we know that it's there. So we thank you guys a lot. Yes, ma'am. Well, I mean, we, we talked about everything that I think we wanted to hit on this um, podcast today. Again, so we want, we want to thank Brooke and Brooke for joining us uh, from Morgan's Wonderland uh, on this episode of Welcome it. to the Revolution. Um, again, uh, hope hope to a future uh, of, of, you know, a stronger partnership as we move forward past um, this COVID-19 situation that we're in right now and and looking forward to uh, Summer Games 2021 and and uh, even more events with your new facilities and everything into the future. So again, thank y'all for joining us. Absolutely, we yeah, gotta get those uh, gotta get those robots out forever. So hey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all Thanks, once guys. again. No problem. I'm gonna go swing now. So. Uh, yeah. What what a great great group of people that we had a conversation with with Brooke and with Brooke. That's right, <laughs> the Brooks. The Brooks. They're they they are wonderful people, and you know. The at towards the end there, we were all like, you know, I bet we have the best job in the world. And they're like, nah, I mean, I think yeah. we do. And they're like, no, I think when we work together, <laughs> we both have the best job in the world. Is there. Yes, yes. Being able to see the smiles that that we both organizations are able to put on uh faces that lets us know that uh hey, wait a minute, inclusion. There yeah. we go, inclusion with us working together. We can make we can make uh, people happy. I mean, yep. you know, we do individually, but together we also are are you know breaking down that uh, barrier of of non inclusion inclusion. So hey, let's just keep it up. Yeah, no. With us in the next fifty years, our motto is inclusion, and you know, Morgan's Wonderland not only talking the talk of inclusion, but walking the walk and and actually doing it and being you know, like we said on the forefront of inclusion because they, you know they kept. They kept repeating it over and over again. You know, our park is not for those with just intellectual disabilities or physical disabilities. It is for every single person. Yep. Yes, sir. That is absolutely correct. Every single person. Okay. So, you know, wonderful partners with, you know, Morgan's Wonderland. We, we love that organization and as staff members and, you know, as volunteers and stuff like that, we love going down there every single year. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go down there this year. That just means bigger and better things coming in 2021 for the That summer. is correct. Yes. And I um, can't wait to see their okay. uh, Edge of Theater. Is that what it did? Yeah. I say right? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Edutain? I think Edutain. Edutain. Yeah. Edutain. 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 I can't wait to. I mean, because uh, last year when we were there for our, um, our state games, um, 
summer games, um, we got to see a little bit of that and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So I can't wait to watch. I, you know, I, I am a sports guy, but I love yeah. watching, you know, a little theater. So, I mean, yeah, you got to have a, you got to have a, you can love sports, but you got to have a little culture there. There you go. Theater gives you culture. That's right. (laughs) Is the way that I look at it. So (laughs) what's happening in the world of so active and so connected, sir? So connected. Well, this weekend, if you missed it, I'm driving to Arkansas and uh, I, I put on, you know, don't do this at home ladies and gentlemen, but I put on my Facebook while I'm driving and, you know, it's hooked up to my stereo system. So I'm, I'm listening to these two gentlemen on uh, the uh, radio. Sounds like you, Chris and uh, Brad, you know, (laughs) (laughs) on that FIFA competition, man, that Mm -hmm. was pretty awesome. That was amazing. And, you know, um, not only, not only is Morgan Land, Morgan Wonderland going and doing new things um, and bringing things to our community, but uh, you know, we are as well, especially with that SO connected and, you know, you all having interviews uh, during games um, and everything that was pretty amazing. So if you did not get to catch that, always you can go back onto Facebook, onto our SOTX, um, Special Olympics Texas, and replay that. It, it was amazing. Um, you know, I'm driving. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't get to be a sports analyst. What's going on? <laughs> but I remembered I told everybody I was going to be out of town. But, man, it would have been cool to drive. And But knowing my luck, I would have uh, went through some dead spots. And But anyway, it was amazing. Uh, so if you all were not able to catch that, um, like I said, go back onto our Special Olympics Facebook page and check it out. It was it was awesome. Um, yeah. And it was, a, it was a ton of fun to sit there and, you know, watch the comments come in from our athletes who are actually playing the games. And, and it was really, <laughs> and it was really, really funny because we got towards the end of the tournament and every, you know, every single game had been played. And then we're sitting there listening, watching the comments of our athletes come in, and they were all setting up different games for the rest of the day. And they're like, <laughs> "And they're like, can we keep this server open so we can just all play?" And we were like, "Totally, just go for it!" Wow. Know? And they were just all playing with each other. And I mean, I'm, we had probably a good twenty athletes there, and we have we have made you know twenty new friendships were created on Saturday. That's they, amazing. They wanted to, they wanted to play beyond the tournament, and it was really funny because we were sitting there. And one of the athletes commented, and uh, it was after the tournament, and they were like, y'all can all go away now. We're good now. (laughs) 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 To the staff, and they're like, no, we don't need staff here anymore. We're just going to play for the rest of the day. And we were like, go for it. Man, see, and that's the thing. You know, that's what we created this for, is for our athletes to be connected. And, you know, um, heads off to uh, AJ. Uh, Batiste, as well as Chad Eason, uh, for getting this going um, because it looked like it was phenomenal and everyone were having a blast. So, you know, there's new um, tournaments that will be coming out. So be on the lookout. I've been trying to talk to some of my athletes, you know, getting getting uh, ideas from them. And, you know, I'm a big uh, I'm not good, but I'm a big Fortnite person yeah. and all my athletes, I'll talk to them. I was like, hey, what if we do Fortnite? And they're like, no, coach, we're not doing Fortnite. I'm like, it would be fun. <laughs> no, coach, we can't do Fortnite. Let's do Minecraft. I'm like, all right, I don't want Minecraft. I'm a Fortnite. <laughs> but, you know, those are some of the things that we need to be 
looking out for because there are going to be more games, more tournaments out there for you to have some fun. Um, the game right now for e-gaming uh, until um, I believe later on today is going to be it's bowling, correct? Yes, bowling king. Bowling is the name of the game. Yes. So, you know, if you haven't played, you have a, I think five more hours to go ahead and play and get your, um, your scores in. Yeah. So definitely right now though, with SO connected, you know, with us doing our live version, uh, for the week, uh, it has been the East region that has taken over for mm -hmm. SO connected. Um, I know that they had, uh, gym studios on, on Tuesday, um, tomorrow. They're going to have Orange Theory. Um, so, you know, just keep a lookout on all the things that they're doing a lot. They, I don't know when. I don't know if it was supposed to come out early today or if it's coming out Friday. But if I'm not mistaken, you might have a little uh, um, professional soccer players out here teaching you how to tap and dribble with the ball. So, you know, keep a lookout. If you missed yeah. it once again, just go back to our our Special Olympics Texas. You can go and look at it on Instagram. Um, you know, just catch some of the the things that you may have missed and enjoy it. So those are all that I know that is going on with the SO Active and SO Connected uh, platform this week. Awesome. Yeah, just a lot of things happening with So Connected, and we'll give you a little sneak peek because uh, if you loved uh, if you loved competing in the virtual summer games. Yeah, something big is coming in the near future for uh, Special Olympics Texas. So we'll leave you with that little tease of what our staff is wow. working on. So, uh, what a teaser, I uh, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. I know we did. Um, but again, we hope to catch you for the next. Remember, everyone, stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See you next time. See y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.